Well, dude, how have you been? It's been a minute since we've chatted. I know. It's been two days, I think. It's too long. <laughs> I don't like when days go, go in between, but I was thinking about it in the shower. We did talk every day for over a year. Every mm-hmm. day for over an hour. At least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or, or multiple times throughout the day. Yeah, no, and that we would <laughs> there there was days we we'd spend all day on the phone together. Yeah, dude, could you imagine us in the nineties doing that? And we just have like our little like we're just twirling our little <laughs> phone cables, like chatting about cash, how or we're gonna we have, get some, or if we have a really long cable connected to the wall, we just spin up in it, <laughs> like we're like we're a kite controller real thing (laughs) do you remember doing that when you were on the phone as a kid wrapping yourself up in the phone cord while you're talking to someone like a mummy (laughs) definitely do that wrap it around my neck (laughs) yeah i mean my mom walks in she's like who are you talking to (laughs) yeah i feel like if all these gen z kids want to get back into like 90s fashion fucking get some phone cords Get some like physical uh, voicemail machines with tapes. Like if you're going to embrace tapes, fucking get a real voicemail. Yo, I I love that tapes tapes hold some value now because they all got thrown away. CDs get, really got the rough. Uh... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I was at uh, I was at like there's a, like an antique mall around the corner from me. They don't really sell a whole lot of antiques. It's mostly just like people shit. And this guy has like a whole CD section. And I was like looking for cool CDs and I found like five. And yeah. I was like, are these worth bring like they're 60 cents each, but like, is it even worth doing this? And I like looked it up on eBay. And even like the one where I'm like, this has got to cost like a couple bucks. It's like, just throw it out. eBay was just like, <laughs> don't even look, don't waste your time, throw it out. You can listen to it. You can listen to a it it's it's gonna sound better on Spotify at this point. It's trash. Get rid of it. Well, and you know, it's funny because like the a CD will have better and more consistent quality than a tape or vinyl. Yeah. Because those wear out. Yeah. And tapes play at different speeds. It, it'll stretch. It'll be faster. It, it just it feels should... like the click though. Remember the click of throwing a cassette in, dude? Oh, yeah. Just having something mechanical. I love... It's sick. Do do you remember? One of my most cherished memories of our friendship is driving around New Hope when we were like 19. And you were... We were with a girl you were like hanging out with. And we were just Mm -hmm. driving through the woods, like listening to music. And I had... We were listening to a damn cassette. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we were listening to a goddamn cassette in the year 2009. Well, because cars still had those players. Yeah, nothing. And the the cassette adapter for an iPod. Oh, yeah. That changed the game. It was an absolute, the, the cassette auxiliary adapter. <laughs> well, I remember even as a kid, we had one of those with like a, a portable CD player. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, I still don't that's 
most technology, I can like kind of wrap my head around a little bit of it and be like, okay, so this is kind of how it works. Yeah. There's no way I'd understand the rest, but the cassette to auxiliary <laughs> is still something where I'm like, there's no way this is, this does not make sense. Yeah. Like they just fucking put a cable into a tape and it just happens to work. That's alien technology. There's no other way. There's no other way. <laughs> well, and like fucking poor, poor tape decks just constantly spinning those things for no reason. It didn't even spit. Like you look at it and there's no tape. There's just like two metal prongs. And I'm like, yeah. you can't tell me that's how it works. You can't tell me that this is done with electricity and magnets. There's no way. Yeah. Well, and then like, cause we had those for the, the tape for the CD things in the nineties, early two thousands. But then we wanted to do the FM transmitters for the iPods. Those barely worked. Those sucked. <laughs> Anytime I got in a car and somebody had one of those, yeah. I was like, go to Eckert. <laughs> there's, I think there's still a couple of Eckerts left. That's where you would go. Yeah. I would get, I, th I remember you and I had to go get one one time and you were like, you were telling me, you were like, we got to go to Best Buy or somewhere. I'm like, no. You go to CVS. They got the best ones yeah, yeah. because they're still from the 90s. Yeah. There's just dust on it. The packaging's yellow. Yeah. Dude. They work the best. Anytime I bought like an expensive one, it always... The, la the last nice one I got, I think you were with me. We went to Radio Shack. Mm. That thing crapped the bed real quick. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> Radio Shack was like really hit or miss. It was they just they forget at Radio Shack. They just sold wires. Yeah. There was yeah. a whole section and they weren't even like USB cables. It no. was just copper wiring uh -huh. and like electrician shit. Like you you first walk in the door. For anyone who's never been to a Radio Shack or super misses it, I'll go into detail. Throughout the years, they've uh shifted their focus but consistently you would walk in and there'd be rc cars then sometimes there would be like a gateway computer <laughs> <laughs> or a wall of like phone accessories and then you would walk past the counter and then there's just cables and adapters and then a megaphone that's all it was always was. the messiest <laughs> Yeah. Like the whole store was usually pretty well kept. Like there was, you walk in, like you said, there's the toys, the RC mm -hmm. stuff, what have you. There'd be phones on the wall. And there was like the section in the back left corner that had like stuff from five years ago. Yeah. Where there was still like phone TV cable. Antennas. Yeah. Like coily <laughs> phone cables, TV antennas. <laughs> like VHS cleaner. Mm. And then in the middle was the cables and it was just like drawers. It, it was just, there was shit on the floor. <laughs> there was just frayed wires. There were sparks coming from the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> and then a dude just comes back quietly. You, you can't even sense that he's there. And he's like, so, uh, you need help? 
You're like, I can help you find something. (laughs) If you end up (laughs) in that section, you need help. Yeah. Well, and one, especially too, because like you, you, you remember when, uh, uh, the headphone adapters blew up and like everyone was trying to find them. The like, oh, the dongles. Yeah. The like quarter inch to eighth inch. Oh yeah. But, um, I remember being upset because Radio Shack doubled the price on those for no reason. Yeah, they deserve to go. Yeah. I remember some of the prices I paid for shit that immediately broke. You know how much (laughs) that that cassette tape uh, adapter? I remember that being like $35 and me being like, like I really needed it in a pinch. And I think that like CVS was all out or something. This was like, this might have been like one of the last ones I ever owned. And like I plugged it in and it just immediately sucked ass. Yeah, immediately their quality broke. really went down the drain. Like you you used to be able to rely on them for some things. Yeah. I'd always rely on Radio Shack. <laughs> well, you know, the real fucking bullshit that I think was like the bullet to them was they fully embraced the uh uh the like modular phone charger where it's like a phone charger that could adapt to be anything that you needed it to charge. Yeah. Do you remember those things? I just to carry around pieces. Mm -mm. And then Apple came out and was just like, we accidentally made the universal charger. Yeah. If you have a USB, (laughs) you just need a different tip. Yeah. But if you got the right tip, we got the right base. Yeah. Like you charge anything. We you can know. charge a vibrator, you can charge your phone, you can charge, you can charge a lamp, yeah. you can charge a microphone. Like literally you can do anything with this. Yeah. And they're like, and guess what? It won't just charge it. You can transfer your songs. It's like, yeah. <laughs> Damn, dude. I miss Thirty pin iPod cable. I miss hooking my iPod up to the computer and blasting that thing with news tunes. <laughs> Absolutely it blasting. It took forever. Like my, I, I'd whip out the iPod. I'd place it on the desk, and my iPod be looking up at me. It's just like, oh no, oh no. I'm like, oh yes, you're getting fucking rammed for the next forty five <laughs> minutes because I. I was on Russian blog spots all weekend downloading rare music I will never listen to. Dude, I remember in high school with the iPod, like, whoo, um, fucking just figuring out what I was going to listen to the next day and then just having it load onto the iPod overnight. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I had, an, I had a 60 gig iPod and did I ever tell you the story about how my 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 lost iPod lost iPod maybe in high school there was I was in in 10th grade I tried to drop out so in 11th grade they put me in the the class where you're in one class all day if you uh, stay in school we'll give you your iPod back well, that's so I didn't do anything in this class. They're like, instead of dropping out and not doing anything, 
why don't you stay in school and super don't do anything? So I would just listen to my iPod all day. I'd play computer games. Um, they'd be like, hey, Sean, do you want to like work on your homework from... And I'm like, I'm 100% not doing that. Um, so I was in that class with you know kids with with behavioral issues. My behavioral <laughs> issue was just, I didn't want to be in school. <laughs> Their behavioral issues were like, I pulled a knife on a teacher. Uh, we all got along, but I, <laughs> I just... We're all in it together. I thought I could trust these guys. I left my iPod at school one day and I'm like, whatever, it'll be there tomorrow. And I get to school and it is not anywhere to be seen. There's <laughs> nowhere to be seen. And I'm talking to my teacher. I'm like, my iPod's gone. She's just like, she looked at me. She's like, yeah, you're not getting that big back. And I was like, <laughs> we all knew exactly who it was too. We knew who it was. And I just went up to him like, yo, man, just saying, if you accidentally took my iPod yesterday thinking it was yours, just let me know. Like, Super right. easy, not going to be a big deal. He's like, "Oh, dude, and you, I you did fed not." Fed him an excuse, gave him an excuse, and I was just like, "You know, and that that'll be it, whatever." He's like, "Dude, I didn't take your iPod." He was like, "I have an iPod." <laughs> I was like, "I know." I was just suggesting that maybe you took mine by accident. Um, he's just like, "Oh no, no, I have mine," and I was like, "All right, I'm a fucking moron." And so, a couple months later, and I'm always like trying to think of like ways to get my iPod back. I'm like, I'm going to outsmart him one day. Like I'm going to, I'm going to catch him in a lie. And then like, he's going to have to give it to me back because <laughs> that's how, <laughs> that's how it works. He's going to be like, ah, Sean, you outsmarted me. You know what? I'm a leprechaun. So here's your iPod back. <laughs> Cause theft works the same way leprechauns do. Uh, but that never happened. And then one Monday I walk into school and the teacher's got a real sullen look on her face. And uh, I was, and then everybody started coming in and then everyone looked real sad. And I was like, what's going on? And they're like, well, so-and-so died. And I was like, hmm, that's, I'm never getting that back, am I? Um, <laughs> so like, we didn't do anything all week. Um, his girlfriend like came into class and I was very open about how bad I wanted this iPod back. <laughs> I was just like, look, so-and-so's girlfriend, you and me both know he stole my iPad. Uh, iPod. She's like, yeah, he probably did. And I was like, any way you could get that back for me. She's like, I'm, you know, 16. I'm not really allowed into their house. You know, <laughs> I can't just walk in. I was like, all right. And then on that Friday, they painted the rock outside the school for them. Right, right. And we all had to go outside and hold hands outside the rock. And we all had to share our favorite memory with him. <laughs> his older sister was there. And it got to me. And I was like, his older sister could probably get my iPod back. <laughs> so I was like, I'll never forget my favorite memory with so-and-so. I'm pretty sure he took my iPod. <laughs> and everybody was like, eh. and I was just like, sure would love to get that back. If for whatever reason you're going through his stuff and you find an iPod with a red rubber case, most likely mine, give me a call. 
You don't even need to bring the headphones. I'll get more. <laughs> I'll get new headphones. I've got a lot of music on that puppy. And I can't afford a new one because they're $900. <laughs> I would like to say that that had a happy ending and I got my iPod back. But nope. <laughs> made an ass out of myself at a memorial service. <laughs> Dude, I... The not long ago, I found a box where I found old iPods just in it. There's like four, three or four of them. You have one of the video. I had the video one. Well, I cannot tell you how much of a big deal it was for me to have the video one. I, I mean, my first one was before it was just the black and white one. You mean the was, white one with the wheel on it? Uh-huh. With like the click, it's like there was like the touch wheel. And then before that, there was the clicky wheel where you'd actually well, have to spin the thing, right? Yeah. And that one had like four buttons up top. Yes. I was going to get that one. And then they released the touch wheel mm -hmm. with the buttons on the wheel, which is brilliant. To this day, it works incredibly. I really still kind of want one. It's, yeah. it's so much more convenient than having everything on your phone. Imagine just having that in the car. Yeah. You know how many <laughs> car accidents I almost got in when I was 17 years old? <laughs> you're spinning and you're trying to find the artist. I'll never forget. I was like driving through like Plumstedville or something like that. Our listeners, for those at home, Plumstedville's, <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with that. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with that. Plumstonville's the Ville. Uh, there's nothing there. It's like all farms and stuff. So, but I'm driving and I'm like trying to find the right track. And I look up and I'm on the wrong side of the road. And there's another car coming at me. Oh, and I like fuck. quick swerved. And I was like, well, that would have been the dumbest fucking way to die. <laughs> well, yeah. And all because like the album title was just slightly named differently. So yeah. then each song is in a different album. <laughs> I dude, I was obsessive with when it came to like organizing my files. I was obsessed with like I would go through each like if I would download something from Soulseek and it was just like track one to track twelve, I'd be like, I'm finding not only just the track list for this, I'm gonna put the date of the album in it because it gave you yeah. all the options for it. Uh-huh. So my my AIM get file was a smoke show. <laughs> you weren't getting half albums. You were getting full albums with all the info on them. Well, you and see that that's what was great because you you could in iTunes. I think you still can. You can edit the songs to add all the info. Yeah, you can add the album art. You can do all of it. But oh, album art too. I would find all the album art. Yeah, because it, it just makes for a better experience. Yeah, you find like a rare, like I download like a rare, like seven inch that you can't get anywhere. Like it's like a vinyl rip. And I'm like, you know what? There's no, I'm just going to go on eBay, find a picture of the record. Yep. Slap it on there. You're yep. welcome. And dude, but ugh, the worst was downloading music. You input it, you put it into iTunes and you, everything, the files are labeled correctly. You put it in and it's all under untitled under like artist and album you know what i would do 
What? Crack my knuckles. <laughs> crack my neck a little bit. I'd be like, let's let's get going. Let's there get goes going. the afternoon. Let's get going, kids. <laughs> I've got some organizing to do. I wish I had that energy now. Right? Like, I used to be so good at just being on the computer all day. And now it took me 30 minutes to realize that my microphone was kind of plugged in, but not all the way plugged in. (laughs) (laughs) It was enough for the computer to be like, I see a microphone here, (laughs) but not enough for it to work. (laughs) It it just pops up. Hey, bud, maybe just like check on it again. (laughs) I don't even know it could be half like the computer was like, I see it. I'm not hearing anything though. <laughs> dude, I know this is bad for a pod for like an audio podcast, but look at my Palea, dude. Aw. And I, the I, Peanuts movie cup. Yeah, I cut this myself. I propagated this Palea all by myself. Look it's at the green. big round leaves on this sucker. Yeah. It needs to be watered, but I'm about to repop this sucker. Fuck yeah. Call me Shawnee with the green thumb, baby. <laughs> I'm learning new things left and right this year. You've channeled your iTunes album info energy <laughs> <laughs> into a tangible skill. You yeah. were on the phone with was I was I on the phone with you when my wandering Jew died? <laughs> Maybe I was on the or my, I forget who was on the phone. I was on the phone with somebody and. I had a, my girlfriend got me a, a little clipping of a wandering Jew that her friend gave us to propagate. And that sucker grew, Tom. It was like, it was just a couple, it was like an inch long when I got him. The sucker was like two feet long. Damn. And then winter came in and I'm on the phone. I look at it. The stem's dead. It falls off. I'm like, God, my wandering Jew died. And whoever I was on the phone with was just like, I hope that's a plant. That was me. That was. <laughs> I hope that's. A, I was like, Yeah, I don't just have some some old Jew in my basement wandering around. Yeah, not tied up. We let him wander. <laughs> He's my wandering Jewish man. I didn't make him be here, by the way. It's just he came with the apartment. It's ethical hostage situation. <laughs> he came with the house. He, this is what he likes to do. <laughs> I don't have to feed him or nothing. He knows what he's doing. He's <laughs> he's fine. He just bounces around the basement, cleans up after himself. You know, it's not bad. He's a wonderful roommate. Maybe but I could he's convince dead him to pay now. rent. <laughs> <laughs> so I kind of presents a whole thing for me to do today. <laughs> I got to call his family. He <laughs> doesn't even have anything down there. You just call the plant store. You call the garden center of Home Depot. You're like, hey, guys. I just want to let you know. Spread the word. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you guys can print out some pamphlets or something. Like, hand them out. Even if the people are getting, like, sidewalk tiles or something, like, still give it to them. Let them know. We'll get together. Well, the barbecue in its name. <laughs> I just keep thinking about like that huge 
Remember back in June, there was like that 10,000 person funeral in Brooklyn. Um, it was like a big Jewish funeral where everybody no. was mad because they broke the the quarantine. Oh, yeah, yeah, but yeah. Like that picture, but there's just my, <laughs> my wandering Jew <laughs> in a coffin. I would, it's really sad to watch because, I mean, like, if you were to see this plant, it's such a, such a shame that it died because it had large, luscious leaves that were very colorful, um, just beautiful purple under under the leaves, bright green, little uh-huh. white splotches on the top. Uh, and the only thing that was bad was the bottom where it was planted, and that just popped off. It was a very sad sight to see. Yeah, that's a bummer. Yeah. But uh <laughs> I'm sorry you had to go through that major loss. It was yeah, you know what? We all I don't know how problematic this riff is, but it was sad. It was a nice plant. I don't my favorite plant's dying right now too, my alocasia. Damn. Yeah, dude, I'm a fucking take me into the plant store. Let me rip. <laughs> I love plants now. Yeah, well, I mean, it's uh it's a little bit more practical than an aquarium. No, that's not true. I'll I'll fight you on that all day. My absolute the moment the moment I have enough money to buy a house. Uh, I don't know how my girlfriend will feel about this. She'll probably get mad at me for saying this, but like buy the house. Mm-hmm. I I maintain uh, a 50 gallon saltwater fish tank where uh, it's got to be first floor because God forbid <laughs> something happens. That's a mess. That's a, that's, you've got to call your insurance company. If something happens there, you got to, you know, the basement or the, or the first floor, you're good. But also you want it on the first floor because you want people to see your little world. Right. You know, you got, you got to populate the right way. You got to get the right, um, like live rock, the the right live sand. So there's already organisms. You got to have like a little, it's true, you know, and you got to, you got to get like little shrimp to maintain the coral and the live rock. You got to get the right fish that don't kill each other. You know, it's, it's a real, it's a real balance. It's a real ecological balance that you have to maintain. Uh, And the fish like glow in the dark. It's, it's so sick. Have you ever just got, I think you and I went one time. Yeah, we went to a fish store. Yeah, but then I also don't. I'm also scared of pet stores. I forget every time I go. I hate being in close quarters of like having like tropical fish two inches away from my face on either side. We looked over and there was an eel and I hated that. And I was like, dude, this is so sick, but I got to go. Well, and I, I think part of it too, though, is just there's a smell. Oh, yeah. There's a smell to those places that's uncomfortable. That's what like, that's what freaks me out. Because like, I don't know what snakes smell like. <laughs> I'm getting freaked out even thinking about it. But I think of pet store smells. I'm like, oh, like what is that smell? What's what kind of thing's gonna bite me when I look behind? Yeah, I like, like that. One. I'm, I'm not even joking right now. It's just sawdust I'm getting, and slime. I'm getting freaked out talking about, <laughs> about this. I'm so glad I can see behind me when I'm looking directly into the laptop screen right now. 
Yeah, so I know a, that there's not a big scary snake behind me. There's not a big scary snake, but I, I've seen like a ghostly shrugged over figure pass by a couple times. <laughs> I forgot to tell my roommate I was doing a podcast. <laughs> I think he figured it out. Just gliding. There, there was no bounce to the step. It was just glide across. That's his thing. He Long hair, <laughs> face down. <laughs> <laughs> Sherry, Sherry's off of my girlfriend's um, office is on the way to the bathroom. So <laughs> I got in trouble the other day because I was just like walking through the room in a robe. <laughs> take, take my morning poop. <laughs> she's te- she texted me. She's like, hey, don't come in here. But I didn't see it. I thought she was. I also was, hey, and I'm like, oh, hey, good morning. <laughs> <She's> like, <laughs> Her whole company just saw me in a robe. (laughs) It's a thick robe, though. It's not like a lace robe. You can't see my butt or anything. Yeah. Anybody's getting a show. I mean, it would probably suck to be on a work call and then just... You try to control the environment, create this space, and then just someone in a robe shows up. At our old apartment, when it was just me and her there, I would regularly like just wake up because it was like the beginning of quarantine. Nothing mattered. Right. Like I was just getting drunk off like booze slushies and like doing like, <laughs> doing 100 pull-ups a day, <laughs> shaving my head. Like nothing, nothing I did made any sort of sense. I would just walk or like I'd wake up and I'd like walk into the kitchen naked and then... You know, I was very lucky. She was very lucky. <laughs> I called myself the one day. She's like, you have to put on clothes before you leave the room because I I work from home now with a camera. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Did you see this whole uh, school board thing? <laughs> yeah, dude. Honestly. It's fucking sick. It rocks. <laughs> yeah. Because I mean... Like, like, who would have thought those nerds would actually have fun and rip on people? Look, like, I don't even know how much they meant what they were saying, you know? Because, like, half the time when we're talking shit, we don't really mean it. Like, no, it's just we talk fun shit to... on Lou Miziano all of the time. <laughs> yeah, we say the we worst possible him. things we can about him, but like, we love him. We don't mean anything we're saying. But like, it's just fun to exaggerate. <laughs> it is. They're like. <laughs> You just, you got a bitch sometimes, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my well, God. Some of the comments were really funny. Well, I, I just remember the one that was just like, like, what, you like, you can't have your babysitter this week or something yeah. like that, which is like fucked up, but at the same time. It's true. I can't, I can't tell you how many people I've seen post on Facebook being like, my 13-year-old is so depressed that he can't go to school. It's like, your 13-year-old is not... You're projecting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> your 13-year-old is jacking off every day. A million times a day. He yeah, is like, playing video games. He's eating snacks. He's living his absolute best life. Dude, could you imagine if... Like, fuck, man. I don't know if how we were, I would do in middle school if it was via Zoom. Like, I was falling asleep in class in person. Oh, there is a one, <laughs> there is a absolute zero percent chance I would participate in anything. Oh no! And like the you, you could have 
so many technical issues for why you couldn't participate that day. Yeah. I'd be like, mom, no one's going to Stanford my year. <laughs> no <laughs> one's getting into Ivy League. So I don't know why I went with Stanford, but no one's getting into no one's getting into college. Okay. Yo, did they just give so, up on gym class? <laughs> some bored fucking <laughs> they just get everyone like a pelotonic subscription but it's just like some dude <laughs> that would be something our school district did it's like well you have to order a four thousand dollar electric bicycle yeah that you have to make payments on every month <laughs> like i don't know go outside <laughs> yeah but like could you imagine if you had to do basically like abs of steel VHS tape workouts over <laughs> Zoom with everyone where you're looking directly at everyone and their form. Fuck that. I mean, yeah, no. I don't think you'd be able to really pay attention to anybody else's form, you know? What if... <laughs> or if it's unlike the Google Hangouts where it just switches from person to person. <laughs> Whoever's loudest. <laughs> oh! <laughs> That's what would end up happening. Kids would start playing the penis game. Which, or, by the way, the there's nothing you nobody has ever laughed harder than playing the penis game when you're 11. Oh, like turtle tapping? No, just saying the word penis, like on oh, a field yeah, trip, yeah, yeah, yeah. or on yeah. the bus, or like in class where like someone goes like the you say penis, but the next person has to say it louder than yeah. the last person. And there was always the one kid who was a fucking psychopath that would be like, penis, 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 <laughs> just yells it. And so clear. my girlfriend might be able to work call. So I got to be careful. But, well, but like, also that person's articula- kind of, sorry, go just like they say it so clearly, like they articulate every single syllable as loudly as possible. And that kid always ends up dead or in jail. <laughs> always but you know it's to reframe it kind of heroic they are the ones who who lay over the grenade <laughs> you know <laughs> like no one else has to go through that they sacrifice themselves so that we could have a good time on this boring fucking field trip yeah <laughs> <laughs> they got their dick blown into their shoulders so that <laughs> we could have a good hearty laugh on the bus. Yeah. <laughs> You're absolutely right. Those kids are absolute sociopaths. Oh yeah. Oh my. I the fart that you could do that with fart noises too. That was always fun. And that was one that everybody could get. That was just good old fashioned fun. Well, cuz it's funny. It's you can't yell at a kid for making a fart noise, and it's, it's not just, really inappropriate. No, and it's just pure. Like, it's f- farts are the grossest, innocent, funny thing. It's like I wish I could go back. That's <laughs> it's like when you're playing with action figures when you're like 10 or 11 and it hits you that you're like. Sometime soon, I'm not going to want to do this anymore. <laughs> you know, and you, you start to realize like the laughs that 
that you would have had like that you had on the bus by someone just saying the word penis or making a big ass fart noise. Yeah. Like that is the happiest you're ever going to be for the rest <laughs> of your life. You got no bills. <laughs> the consequences of your actions right now are minimal. Like you can just make a fart noise. Maybe it get a little yelled at, but like even the teacher's like, hey, cut that out. <laughs> yeah. uh, d- everything just rocks. And then you go home, you play Zelda, you eat some, you eat some Utz potato chips and you fall asleep and you do it yeah. all over again the next day. Or you'll never feel more alive than when like a teacher accidentally curses. Oh yeah, dude. Like I, thrill seekers, fucking motocross dudes doing flips. They're just trying to find that thrill again. That was like the, that's like, that's like the X games. That's like <laughs> when, when a teacher curses in school, you get like goosebumps. You're like, wow. It's like watching Tony Hawk do the 900. If they say the F word. Yeah. Yeah. One time I had a teacher curse at me, though, <laughs> and I deserved it. I did something very not cool. I won't get into it. I didn't hurt anybody, <laughs> but like I had a very cool relationship with this teacher, and I walked past his classroom, and I it, like he just had like a study hall. There's like three kids in there, and I yelled something into the room. I called him. I called him a name that you should not call a teacher. Uh, super, don't call a teacher that. Um, you know, it was two thousand different time. It was two thousand five. Uh, I was a dick. I, I don't know what I was doing. Uh, I didn't think about it, and then I'm like, I thought he'd think it was funny because he thought he thought I was funny, and then he walked outside and he's like, Sean, and I'm like, what? He's like. What the fuck was that? I was like, get the first thrill. The teacher just cursed. (laughs) Great. (laughs) Right. You're like, he just a hard F hard F. It's so rare that you hear one of those. Usually they drop something. This was a deliberate hard F. It was. And then two, this is directed at me and he's mad. It was like getting yelled at. You're, like when you get yelled at by like a parent, like a friend's parent. Yeah. It was that jacked up to like 200. <laughs> it was easily the worst I've ever felt in my entire life. I think I cried a little bit. Like I had like, like I, I had to go to the bathroom and like, it was just too much to handle emotionally. And then he never accepted my friend. Would, friend would, <laughs> Can I talk right now? I'm reverting back. He never accepted my friend request on Facebook when I added him like at 25 years old. And I was like, oh, he literally thinks I'm a bad person. (laughs) Because I see we have a lot of mutual friends. He doesn't want to add me. That would hurt. That would hurt a little bit, but whatever. Yeah, that's that's a lot. I remember Mr. Bursick, if you hear this, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I mean I've I've heard other people talk about this too, but like the threat of permanent record being like I don't know, this is going on your permanent record. It's like a very threat like a very scary sounding thing. Yeah. 
Like you might not get a job one day because you like. Well, it's like the child credit score. Yeah. <laughs> I found out very quickly that I never got in trouble. Like I got like a couple Saturday suspensions, but like not for anything. Right. Terrible. Um, but like, I truly did not give a shit about that. Cause I was like, I'm not, I'm not doing this anyway. Like I'm, I don't play it on. <laughs> this is dumb. I'm like, did you get ever get in trouble for not, um, doing your senior project? Like you had to have like certain things done by a certain time, like starting 11th grade. And if you didn't oh, yeah. they give you a detention, um, which is so fucked up that they could it's punish in, you like that. Literally insane. But, um, <clears throat> uh, no. Because that happened to me. <laughs> the school security me. guard called me out of class. And everyone was like, ooh. And I'm like, I literally didn't do anything. I don't know what this is about. And he's just like, Sean, we got you on the senior project list. Like, I got to give you a detention. And I looked at him because he was the man. The secu- do you remember the security guard at East? Oh yeah, a, silver fox. Yeah, so and he had that that big cool forearm tattoo. If he got yeah. like Vietnam, he was the fucking man. He, he was, was cool. really good at karate. Apparently, that's what he told us. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> I like looked at him and I was like, "Look, I respect you. I think you're the man. There is zero percent chance I'm doing this." And he's like, "I just have to give you the paper." I'm like, "Keep on keeping on, brother." <laughs> yeah, I yeah. Look, looking back, there's so many fucked up things schools did to children in the name of like being a good school yeah get getting blue ribbon status yeah whatever the fuck that means and like it just makes property taxes higher like you should be like (laughs) like if i was living in buckingham pennsylvania where uh where a house that I grew up in, which was like a regular, like a hundred that, like whatever, like a house cost in the nineties. That wasn't expensive. That house, little two bedroom or three bedroom, whatever. Yeah. Is now like half a million dollars. And that's the smallest house you can get in that town. Yeah. I'd be like, son, don't even fucking try. Don't even (laughs) begin to like for state testing, like do your homework and stuff. But like when you have to do state testing, just draw pictures on it. Like, I don't care. Like do your best to fail because. I can't afford to pay $1,800 a month just to have a house here. Well, and you know, how fucked up was it though with like the standardized testing that to realize that it wasn't for us, mm. it was to rate the school and the teachers. We got absolutely nothing out of it besides bragging rights. <laughs> yeah. Well, that and spending a week of not having normal classes. Yeah. The most, and, damn damn that sucked eighth grade i remember that was the big one the pssas yeah where it's like a whole yeah a whole week and then also there was like four months of prep before that so you didn't even Uh fucking learn anything nope you learned things for the test i was really i obviously i dropped out of high school but like i did terribly (laughs) in school but i was really good at taking tests and i remember i scored like very like the top one percent or something like that in the the pssas yeah they made the mistake of telling me that because after (laughs) that i was like well i did it like why would i why would i try anything else anymore like i know it doesn't count for anything but i know that and i can feel good about that 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and, you know, with, I thought it with, mattered because it was stuff eighth graders. No, it's not like some sort of gauge on like your, like your intellect. I was just like, yeah, I'm pretty much a fucking genius. <laughs> yeah. It's like, there's no like eighth grade MIT that you're going to. <laughs> MIT high school. Um, wait, isn't wait, isn't MIT literally what our tech school was called? MBIT. Oh, that's it. That's right. I was gonna say, Tom. Wait a minute. Didn't you also go to this? Yeah. Well, I'll write it with like a really tiny lowercase b. <laughs> yeah, I went to MBIT. Yeah, I went to MBIT. I don't know if you. <laughs> uh, but uh, uh, what was I gonna say with tests? Like, I remember. Well, I don't remember. Someone told me this, but I remember part of this that in like third or fourth grade, you start learning like multiplication. Mm-hmm. And I, f- I realized while doing these quizzes and tests that they'd give you 20 problems to solve, but it was only actually 10 problems to solve. And then they just flipped it for the other 10, right? <laughs> so the first 10 were one way and then 11 through 20 would just be the same exact ones flipped. That seems like some CIA shit. I don't like that at all. Right. And so the, I figured that out. And so I only just, I just started doing half the test. <laughs> Because if it's the same, I figured it out. While so, you're doing that, there's like men in suits, like <laughs> in behind like a double <laughs> behind the chalkboards. But yeah, like watch you're like this kid's got the juice. We gotta we gotta recruit him. We gotta get him in the CIA. But um, got but the, the part that I didn't remember that I've been told this is, is our just juicy boy. I'm sorry. <laughs> this 10 year old (laughs) um is that like teachers superintendents my parents principal whatever they're all trying to figure out why i was failing math class (laughs) like they're like do you not have enough time to get through the tests like what the fuck is it (laughs) like why (laughs) like you the stuff you do is correct it's just you're not finishing anything. <laughs> I didn't realize. <laughs> I didn't realize when you said that you were literally just doing half the test. You're like, well, the other, I already did these questions. I'm not doing them again. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so, um, I was failing. <laughs> <laughs> and then they finally decided to just ask 10 year old me, like, what the fuck's going on? And I basically just said to them, like, how many of these do I need to do before you know I know how to do it? <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. Not Good realizing the point of tests, but. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing about tests. You need to do the whole thing. It's not just a good enough. Yeah. Like, I did three of them correct. Clearly, I know how to do this. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> Dave, this has been a real stroll down memory memory lane, Tom. Yeah, dude. Nostalgia. 
Fuck yeah. Dude, I'm getting a little post-nasal drip. Dude, same. Was that a COVID thing? No. I think, honestly, for it just me, because it's just it snowed every day. On. Yeah, I did sleep with the, with the space heater on me. And it's it it dries snowed you out. another eight inches today. Fuck. Yeah, dude. Oh, it's a fucking winter wonderland outside. <laughs> Here in Emmaus, Pennsylvania. Damn. You know that's where everybody's moving to, right? Emmaus? Yeah. Yeah, like Joe Rogan moved to Austin. <laughs> Look what happened. Look what happened. All these comedians <laughs> fucking sold their homes in LA, bought a house in Austin, mm-hmm. and wouldn't you know it, fucking once in a lifetime snowstorm. Um, yeah. you have you have comedy store comedians fighting over fish sticks in the streets. You know, <laughs> here in Emmaus, Pennsylvania, different story. We're used to snow. We have the infrastructure. Uh, I'm the only one right now. I think I did hear outside of Funk Brewing uh, one day we were waiting in line, and I did hear the guy in front of me go to his friend. You know, I think I think this is it. I think I'm just going to do it. I'm going to bite the bullet and move to LA, and I'm finally just going to start doing comedy. Uh, this was in June, by the way. So I was like, mm, I don't know about that, man. Yeah. I uh, think uh, I think you missed the boat. If you know how to find him, send him my episode with Nick Turner. And we talk about how comedy's dead. It's nothing's ever been deader. It's <laughs> just watching, watching comedians just, just try to post normal pictures. They're like, oh, yeah. like, at their like rich parents' house. Yeah. Oh my God. So many, so many golden retrievers. <laughs> like before you were you were you were staying up till two in the morning to try to get stage time, you know. Uh-huh. Doing bumps in the bathroom. Now you're back at your wholesome family compound. Learning how to make bread. <laughs> Learning how to make bread. <laughs> Ugly the conversations bread. with your parents where they're like, you know, you can do online community college. It's sting a little bit more because you know they're right. And there's nothing else to do. You're like, you don't understand, mom. I used to book a bar show. Those are coming back soon. I used to book a paid open mic. <laughs> Tens of people would money. watch me a week. Do you understand? I rarely ever had to pay for drinks at that specific bar because I got paid in drink tickets. Yeah. And sometimes if it was the right bar, it would come with a hot dog or a slice of pizza. So if you really cut out all of that money that I would be spending for my budget, I'm actually making thousands of dollars. (laughs) Did I get paid actual money? No. (laughs) Have I done really anything besides hang out with the people I thought I was supposed to hang out with? Uh, no. Um, did I have fun? Maybe sometimes. Did I have fun? Certainly didn't let anybody, uh, onto the fact that I may have been having fun. I <laughs> was generally pretty miserable and, uh, shitty to people, especially new people. But, uh, here I we sure are. Did talk about the grind. I did talk about the grind because I, you know, I lived a very fulfilling life living in New York City slash Los Angeles. Um, Cause you know, I would wake up every day. 
Um, I would go to an open mic or sorry, I would get on the train. I would go to an open mic and then I would get back on the train and then go to another open mic, maybe do a show. Then I would go home. And that was my entire existence. Yeah. And then I would explain the meaning of comedy to people. Yeah. I would go on a Tinder date that didn't go well because I wasn't trying. <laughs> Dude, I was hoping I would get a good bit out of it. <laughs> Living for the bit. I, I, I was on Reddit and I realized I still followed our comedy, our stand up and shit. And one of the saddest subreddits yeah, on the internet. People fucking still post there and mean it and do the stand up shots and. Yeah, they're they like one kid fucking. I'm assuming it's a kid. I hope it's a kid. But they posted like, "What's your theory on why people laugh?" But like, <laughs> but use no like real evidence, but just like what you feel, and then like what what is it that can happen to make someone laugh? And then <laughs> I just replied like, most... "What." That's the most comedian bullshit I've ever fucking right. heard in my life. Thinking you're more important than you are. And so I, I just replied, have you ever laughed? Why? <laughs> have you ever laughed and not just been the guy at the back of the open mic going, ha, 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 right. Yeah. And then, and then he replied and he was like, what? I don't understand. What do you mean? And then I just broke it down. I was like, have you ever laughed on another line? If yes, why? If no. Why? Yeah. There's your answer, dude. Like, what's if you it's, got it's either funny that. or it's not funny to you? It's so funny that people like the thing is, I still like to do stand up. Like, sure. it's fun for me. It's fun for me now because I don't put any pressure on like trying to have some sort of career right. out of it. It's fun again. It's fun like it was when we were 20. Not that I get to do it anymore, but it is very funny to think that like, like you know what after this that's my real opportunity you know we're all level playing field you know yeah, like no these comics that think like comedy is like truly going to come back because we've been waiting for a second comedy boom for the past 10 years and it's like think about it like comedy especially when you talk to those type of people like comedy really only works in like small intimate rooms low ceiling Blah blah blah. It's like it's you need no one's showing up. <laughs> exactly. You need so much. You need so many like specific conditions to to create like a good atmosphere for a comedy show that it's like after who's going to give a shit? Like right. this is a dead art form. This is this it's it's an art form that doesn't even usually stand the test of time most of the time. No. Like well, stuff and- 10 years ago is not good. Well, and like you and I have talked about this, but like there's very few people in stand up who made their career only stand up. Yeah. It's usually a means to an end. Yeah. It's usually like you get like either a staff writing job, which is also, it's so funny to me. How much of a dork do you have to be to get successful enough doing stand up, which is like, Honestly, like if you can make money doing that, like as a career, like Fuck yeah. why would you do anything else? Like you get like it's fun to do. You know, if you haven't make enough money to live, then you don't really have to do anything else. You you hit that point and then you're like, 
finally hit that point in stand-up where I can work a nine to five. <laughs> what I've wanted to do this whole time. Do you get full creative control? Absolutely none. Most of my ideas are going to be shot down. Yeah. But well, I've got the title. And it follows years of talking about how comedies, stand-up comedy is the most important thing that will ever happen <laughs> to the universe. It's so dumb. It rocks. Like it honestly does rock. Like how many like comedians are blowing up that were like not stand up comedians or Uh improvisers or anything like that. They're just like TikTok people. Yeah. And that's what's happened. That's where it's going to go. The comedy boom is in TikTok. Yeah. There's a guy on TikTok who's like the skinny weirdo who dresses up. He's sexy Willy Wonka. Right. He, he like he literally he wears a wig like the Johnny Depp Willy Wonka by the way. Yeah, well, yeah, I figured. So it's he doesn't wear a shirt underneath the jacket, and he has the wig and the glasses and the hat, and then he just like does sexy dances or he'll like do a funny joke, and he makes more money than I ever will. <laughs> so the comedians you boil that we it down James Corden killed comedy. James, well, I didn't say that. <laughs> I mean, James Corden is funny. It's also too funny to think of like all the comics who are just like, you would like openly talk show like, none of these shows are funny. SNL sucks, blah, blah, blah. And then they get a writing job. Yeah. And then they either have to, those people have to like, be like, hey, congratulations to this friend um, who I always wanted to get. This person that I don't really know that well, but I really want to get them on my bar show. Congratulations oh, to them yeah. for uh, for uh, getting this writing job uh, on a show that I consistently talk shit on. Or it's <laughs> that person just being like, well, I guess I write for Saturday Night Live now. <laughs> what a fucking bogus. But... Oh, it's, it rocks, dude. Oh. So... With all that said, so you're like, you're doing pretty well with graphic design. I mean, like, I just want to see where everybody ends up. Like all the comics that like when they realize it's probably not going to happen. There's a lot of comics that I know that I think are still going to make it. But like, there's a lot of people that are like, I can't wait to see like if you get an office job, if you start managing a bar, that's my path right now. I don't know, but like, (laughs) yeah, it's uh, back to college. Yes. Some people are doing that. Um, But uh, you know, this is actually an incredible transition point to talk about the reason why I brought you on Uh, making money. So (laughs) number one, Thing I love to do. Right. And you know, I'm very passionate about it. Uh, or at least the idea of it. And the your own record in the past, Sean, talking about this. And I, you know, I'm not totally against this idea. I just don't really understand how it would work. Um, but um, why is it that you think money should grow on trees? I mean, why would any other way make sense? We print it. Have you ever been like, remember when you would have to go to school? Like you would have to go to like a school field trip. You could go to the mint in Philly. They would show like where they make all the money. 
it seemed like such an arduous process. You have a full factory and not even just one factory. There's one in Washington, D.C., one in Chicago, one in San Francisco, one in Denver. Like there's so much. Put it on a tree. We talked about this earlier. How come we had the technology to 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 where you could put a cassette in a cassette player <laughs> that did not have any tape in it. It just had two little metal things that would touch the thing in the cassette and a wire would come out. You plug it into your iPod and it worked as if it had a roll of tape in it that had music on it. That still makes no sense to me. It would make more sense for scientists to come up with a way to grow money on trees. We're not even that far. It's paper. You know, it's cotton. Well, cotton is a plant which grows from the ground. We can combine those two. We have CRISPR now. We can we can put the cotton. We can make a cotton tree. First step, easy enough. I can do that. I can order a CRISPR kit on the internet. Watch a couple YouTube videos. Um, I'm good to go. One hundred percent. There's a CRISPR kit on the internet. I am not making this up. One of the most popular ones you can buy. A, it's a CRISPR is a gene edit, a DNA editing tool. The first project it gives you is it gives you a the the first project. I'm not making this up. I still can't believe this is real and this is legal. You create a a medicine resistant salmonella strain. What? Yeah, that's the first thing it has you do. It, it, it's either salmonella or it's something. No, it's something infectious. I have to look it up. But yeah, that's it's just like, like a coding course online that's free. And they're like, all right, so the first thing we're going to learn is how to hack the CIA. Yeah, it's yeah. It's like, no, it's not. It's it's even more. It's like first thing we're going to do is we're going to turn off the power in a NICU. It's like, no, that's that seems a little dangerous. <laughs> I don't know if I trust myself doing this. but. With that said, we have the power to do that. Any average dick, you can just, if you got a spare, I don't know, 200 bucks, you can do that. I don't know. Take some, take some chemicals, put them in a Petri dish, get a dropper, drop it on a dollar bill, plant it in the ground. We'll see what happens, but we got to start working on it. Imagine that, dude. Remember... In the springtime, I don't know if you get these out there. The the cherry blossoms. Oh yeah, you just yeah. get a whole row of cherry blossoms going down the street. Nice gust of wind blows, and you just have like a pink wind. You know, it's beautiful. Imagine that with some fucking green, baby. But like money green, not leaf green. <laughs> so so would, would the it, orange? Would it the look orange like dollars tint as we know now? Yes. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. Well, I guess if look, if we want to if we really want to cut some corners, we could make leaf money. There's really nothing stopping us from and, growing special leaves and being like this is money now. It's the same thing. Yeah. Well, and let's I, create I guess a new you'd have to leaf. Determine how to value it. But I mean, if if this month has taught us anything, it's that financial markets and money is are those uh, those concepts are 
just concepts and it's none of it's real. None of it makes any sense and none of them follow any sort of uh, standard or like you can have a fundamental understanding of each thing, but it doesn't matter because you can just, you know, put $400 into Dogecoin and then a bunch yeah. of, you know, bored dicks are like, let's all buy it so that it becomes $8 and then we sell it. It's that easy. Yeah. So now, but with leaves, leaves. Yeah, are you money concerned leaves. that everyone would try to grow them? Or I guess, well, is that the same as mining? I mean, that's what they say about inflation. If there's too much money, it doesn't, it, like they say that like in Venezuela, right? Or yeah, Venezuela, where it's like, it costs like a trillion dollars to like buy a, a candy bar because a trillion dollars is like about what a dollar should be to them. Right? Yeah. Couldn't Here's you just my choose for it to be more valuable? <laughs> yeah, that's what we do. <laughs> like, start, quit following the rules. You have people walking down the street, wheelbarrows full of cash. It's like, I like, I like the sight of that, pal. Don't get me wrong. I want that. But like, I want to go buy a cool car or like a neat toy. That's just what you need to buy milk, you know? And my <laughs> suggestion to them would just be, how about you just don't do that? Right. Easy. Done. So, you, so what? You printed more money. Put it in the bank. <laughs> <laughs> Easy. <laughs> Put it in the bank. So, um, I guess uh, going back to the 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 making it grow on trees or plants. Yeah. Um, so that's a better idea. I was thinking you, of growing actual bills. I understand how difficult that would be, even though it still makes more sense to me than cassette auxiliary adapters, but. I think leaves are the way to go. Money leaf. A so, hearty. Sorry. No, no, you're but like, like a hearty, like cotton, like, like some with the consistency, like a dollar. I don't know. And then maybe we could put a cool stamp on it that says $1, $5, $10, maybe 20. I've always thought there should be a $25 bill instead of a 20, but that's just me. I mean, we have a 50. quarter coin. We have a quarter. Why can't we have a $25 bill? Now, do you think that uh, people like landscapers or people who live in the forests would have an unfair advantage and access to uh, these new dollars? Money trees? Well, first you got to get the, the seeds. And the first big step we're going to have to... <laughs> Monsanto is going to have their grubby little hands all over those seeds immediately. And they're going to be... They're going to be genetically modifying the already genetically modified money tree. Huh. All right. So that grows peppers and shit too. Like peppers <laughs> that don't have seeds <laughs> and, and money. So you already got to be Bank careful. You, you got to make sure they're not spraying any spores into your yard so that you have to, that, so that they can tax you. I don't mean to give Monsanto any ideas here for the money tree. But you know that's what would happen. They'd be like, looks like you've got the Monsanto money tree. We're going to need 10% of all the money that grows on that tree. But also, I don't know. I mean, as a, as a green-thumbed daddy, um, <laughs> one thing I've come to notice is that it takes a long time for things to flower, to bloom. Um, so, I mean, your, your money tree is not going to grow that much money at first. It's right. going to take a long time. It's an investment. You know? 
it is an investment. I would suggest getting a, a, an expensive money tree, one that that grows one hundred dollar bills, because you're only going to get two hundred bucks like in six months, right? <laughs> but it'll eventually grow bigger, and it'll grow more bills. But then you can use those bills, you can pluck them from the tree, go to the the seed store, and be like, "All right, now that I got some real cash, I would like some one dollar plants." <laughs> Some five dollar plants and some ten dollar plants. So then you can start to make change from change your leaves. Trees. <laughs> change yeah. trees. You need them because it's just like you can't just be paying with hundreds all the time. But like I said, right. you pluck those two hundred dollar bills, right? You put one in the bank, one in your pocket. You buy some seeds. You plant these other ones, right? But you your hundred dollar tree no longer has any any hundred dollar leaves growing off of it. Right. Right. But now you got your $1 plants, your $5 plants, your $10 plants. Those will keep you going for a little bit while the hundreds grow back. And then the hundreds, you end up growing more hundreds. Right. And then you slowly, it's like a snowball effect. And then you have more and more money. But if you really think about it, you're really going to have to grow one humdinger of a tree to make like a real living doing this, right? You really got to, right. you got to brush up. You got to find some, some plant food. You got to fucking play some music for the plant. I don't know about you. It would be a full-time job for me. I'd be a pest control. Are you kidding me? If a pest bit a hole through one of my dollars, I'm going to yeah. have to kill an entire species of bug. <laughs> That's my hard-earned cash. I grew that from the fucking ground, you pig. That's what I would call the bug. I would call the bug a pig. <laughs> so then then uh, uh, I guess how how would you keep it safe from people just like hopping your fence and plucking it themselves? Damn. I wish I was allowed to have the gun, but I'm not. <laughs> I was. I wish I could pull a gun out right now. Wait a minute. Don't worry, it's a Nerf gun. Dude, That's what I would do. But it would be a real gun. I love that you already had a loaded Nerf gun ready. Oh, in this house? You don't fuck around, baby. Yo, fuck yeah. <laughs> this thing's got some heft. <laughs> yeah the, so to answer your question I'd fucking shoot him with a gun I see anybody close to my tree <laughs> don't even give him a warning shot not even a warning shot I might say hey pal he turns around you got a, ner- you got a fucking gun in the face and I say you freaking get away from my money tree unless you want the most dire of consequences that being a freaking bullet through your goddamn head. Shit. Yeah. I would sound like exactly like that. Like Clint Eastwood. That's how Clint Eastwood. <laughs> I was just thinking you could make a whole new Dirty Harry series, but it's protecting your plant. Dude, I like how this sounds though. Wait a minute. Ready? It, do- it does kind of sound like a gun. That click is right? pretty cool. Shit. As your roommate really good just walks thing. by, as you're, <laughs> you're doing gun tricks. <laughs> I'm doing cool Nerf gun tricks. 
Wow. Okay. Okay. So then, but it would um, be a real gun. Yeah, I would shoot people. That's how I'd get them away from my tree. <laughs> and once you shoot one person, people tend to tend take take notice. Yeah. They're like, "Well, if he shot, if he shot Ted, he'll shoot me." And so, you're damn right, get away from my money tree. So then, will there be banks? Will there be a need for it? You're gonna need a bank. Uh, it's, <laughs> banks are gonna be a little bit more expensive now, though. But like, would you would you store entire plants there, or yeah, you would have to because the leaves you got to keep nice and crisp. <laughs> and <laughs> needless to say, every fall there would be a global recession because everybody's money is rotting, <laughs> which is <laughs> that's one of the that is one of the perks for paper money. It doesn't rot. Uh, pretty much no matter what you do to it. These leaves, they would rot. You would have to laminate them, maybe. Um, maybe put some sort of special cream or or gel on it to keep it from rotting. Um, mm. Like I said, crisper. Play around with it. Right. You know? Wow. Yeah. This is a good idea. Okay, so then I guess, like, I don't know if you have more to say on this, but my my only other question that I was thinking of is, if they were to put, if, if money growing on trees actually became a thing, and you had access to all of these, all this leaf cash, um, what would be your first big purchase? Saltwater tank. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. I would get a saltwater tank. I'll tell you exactly what I'd fucking put in that puppy. Uh, <laughs> I'd get some real nice imported live sand, uh, some live rock. You need live rock. I would pick some, I'd get a, oh, what's it called? I, I, I would get an anemone. You need one of those if you want clownfish. Now, clownfish, um, adorable. They're adorable and they glow in the dark. Um, so, or they're, they look cool underneath the, the saltwater lamp light. Um, I'd get a whole bunch of those and then I would have to do some research to figure out what other um, fish I could also have in the tank with the clownfish so that they don't eat each other. Um, I would spend 100% of my time maintaining the tank. Uh, I would, my money trees would die. <laughs> It would ultimately be my ruin. Uh, I'm sorry. No, that that's the end of it. It would ruin my life. Well, <laughs> so real quick, maybe to avoid this uh, autumn situation, um, we spray the trees with glue, <laughs> hot glue. Um, or, but like, what if you could have an underwater cash plant that you can grow with your fishes? Tom, I want you to do me a favor. I want you to call Elon Musk and tell him to move over. We got a new world's richest guy coming through. <laughs> because... <laughs> That would be the ultimate way to live the rest of your life. 
Bezos, you're my you're my stepping stool. Dude, an underwater farm? I would yeah, love not? that. Underwater farm, love that. No bugs. No bugs. You got crustaceans, whatever. I can deal with those. Everything needs water to grow. Damn, dude. This whole th- I've wasted a decade going to open mics, trying to write <laughs> comedy. This whole time, I should have should have gotten into underwater agriculture. You still can. If you think about it, had I not gone to my first open mic, and I tr- and I decided, Tom, you and the boys have fun. I'm going to start this new thing called underwater agriculture, where I grow crops in a tank. Uh, you guys would call me crazy. We'd all stay friends, but at least ten years later. I would have at least made a tiny bit of headway. You, where you guys would have are like, made some cash. Maybe not a lot, but like maybe I would have finally like grown a cucumber underwater. You guys would have been like, ah, well, that's cool. <laughs> I'd be like, I'm on to something. I am truly on to something. Give me time because it's not going to be long before everything's underwater. Oh, oh shit. Damn. Do you want Fuck to get you. in on this with me? Kind of. And then we could sell like miniature versions of it to like fish farms and like. Yeah. Yeah. They don't even we have to become... buy the food. They just grow it underneath the water for the fishes. Then you and I become the Monsanto of underwater farming. If we can beat Monsanto at their own game. I'm okay. Move over Monsanto. There's some new farm scumbags coming through. There's so much surface area under the sea that we have completely untapped. You can really dick around in the ocean. There's plenty of space. I guess the only thing you have to worry about is the occasional ship sinking onto your land. Dude, so rare, it's not even funny. (laughs) So rare. It's unbelievably... You know how rare it is for a plane... To like like that thing that happened in Denver this week where like a piece oh, yeah. of a plane fell off and like hit someone's house and everyone was fine. Under the water, if a if a ship lands on you, first of all, it's taking its time getting to you. <laughs> you have a right? few minutes to get out of the way. <laughs> you have you have some time to get out of the way. Second, if that if a ship falls on you underwater while you're dicking around, you did something. You did something. That is an act of God. You you were I need you for signs. something else. Yeah. Damn. Damn. So rare. You you have nothing to worry about. Wow. Wow. Well, um, I mean, was was uh do you have anything that maybe I didn't touch on or angles that maybe the general public might not understand or I sh- I, I will say I <laughs> I could we could have just made this a lot shorter. You're like, you believe that money should grow on trees. And I would just say Yes. So there'd be more of it. I would like some. It'd make it easier for me to have some. Damn, dude. If people only knew how many hours we've talked about getting cash collectively. Yeah. It would be hundred. I'm not shitting anybody. Hundreds of hours. And not even. It's. Hundreds of hours of me and Tom literally saying to each other, 
I gotta get some cash. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it works for jumps. It it's truly for jumps. I like my job now, don't get me wrong, but do I feel like a chump not having all the cash every day? <laughs> well, you know, this is actually a great pivot point as well. Um, while you're here, I would love to ask you for some advice. Yeah. Um, usually it's more broad, but this time a very specific listener reached out and is asking for more personal and career advice, whichever you choose. Okay. Um, so, uh, Shaq reached out and wanted to see if you'd have any career advice, boy. personal advice, anything, wise words. Shaq, he, that is such a lost soul. <laughs> you know every time we see him he's always up to something and it's never anything good he's like I'm gonna be seven feet tall we're like Shaq you gotta stop growing too tall you, there's no reason to be that tall and he's like I'm gonna be big and thick too we're like Shaq do your homework Cut it out. You're not playing b-ball no more. It worked out for him basketball-wise, but life-wise, what's what good's having millions of dollars if you can't fit in your fancy car? Okay. Fair point. Driving a Ford Flex to your whole life. No one wants that. Who drives a Ford Flex? I look into the drive, I look into the driver window of every <laughs> Ford Flex I see just to see who's driving it. And it's like that episode, it's like the Christmas episode of, of Black Mirror, where it's the person's just a blur to me. <laughs> like my, my brain can't possibly comprehend the person driving it. But yeah, does Shaq have any specific advice other than just well he I mean you know, he's he's out of basketball, he's hopping on these ads. You know, he used to do the Radio Shack ads, and that's gone. Yeah. Um, we told him that. But so uh, I a- guess I guess he's he's trying to figure out where to go next in life and career. So any just small tips? You know? You know, I'll tell him this, Shaq. You know, every time we told you not to do something, you did it. <laughs> you said, I want to be seven foot nine and 400 pounds. We said, seems extreme. <laughs> seems like a lot, Shaq. You did it. You did it. You did it anyway. And you know what? Against, <laughs> against your best judgment, you did make some money because you just had, you didn't, also, he didn't do it to get good at basketball. He just wanted to be the biggest boy there is. And he succeeded in that. He also just happened to get, you know, be perfect at basketball, you know? Yeah. And then he was like, you know, guys, I think I want to do this movie where I play a genie. And we're like, what? You'd already decided to be a giant boy. 
you can't just change it up and be a genie now. And he's like, I'm, I'm sticking to it. This is what I want to <laughs> do now. And he did it. And he made a couple bucks. And then he was like, I want to be in the Radio Shack commercials. We're like, Radio Shack? No one goes to Radio Shack anymore. And he's like, but I want to do it anyway. He made a couple bucks. So Shack, you fucking lovable moron. Always make the wrong choice. But you somehow end up making a little bit of scratch along the way. So you know what? Shaq, whatever it is you want to get your freaking dumbass into this week, <laughs> go nuts. This go week. nuts. And now, you know what? I hope you have fun doing it because that's what it's really all about. You know, and maybe I'm just salty because I'm not seven foot nine and 400 pounds. <laughs> maybe I'm mad that I'm not the biggest boy. Maybe I'm mad that I'm the shortest guy my girlfriend's ever dated. And I'm 5'11, <laughs> right? 5'11. I could be six. I was six. It's like six, six of my driver's license. Um, but you know what? I'm I'm comfortable with myself. Maybe if I was, maybe if I decided to be as big as Shaq when I had the opportunity to, maybe I'd be happier. I don't know. But wow. You know what, Shaq? Keep wandering, keep wandering the field of dreams until you find the right one, pal. It's bound to happen. <laughs> bound to happen well i know he'll appreciate that and i think i think it'll be relevant to other listeners as well i hope so i hope so if you're out there and look <laughs> nothing against Shaq, but your dream shouldn't be to be that tall <laughs> you don't have to be that tall you could learn a trade instead yeah. of laying in bed all day willing yourself to <laughs> have bigger bones you could get good at math you learn to code you could take up a hobby that maybe becomes lucrative one day Shaq took a big chance and it's not the life for everybody. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, <laughs> thank you so much, Sean. I'm sure Thanks you're going to gonna hear directly from Shaq, and he'll let you know how he feels. <laughs> he, I certainly hope so. I'm tired of him dodging my calls. <laughs> hey, thanks for listening. If you like this episode, please rate, review, and subscribe. In the episode description, you can find links to follow me, today's guest, and force opinions on social. For updates, clips, and graphics based on the episodes, follow Forced Opinions Podcast on Instagram. And while you're there, please feel free to DM ideas for me to use in future episodes. I'm excited to see what you all submit. <laughs>